Welcome to the Dr. Jane Ruby Show. I'm your host today, Dr. Jane Ruby, and I have a worldwide exclusive. I have a blockbuster revelation uh, that has come to the show that I want to share with you today. Never before seen, possibly uh, results of the COVID flu bioweapon or the COVID injections. Now, a certified, board certified embalmer and funeral director has come forward with some of his observations and findings that are restricted to the time period after uh, these injections have been rolled out. Uh, I, I wanna introduce today uh, Mr. Richard Hirschman. Richard, I wanna welcome you to the Dr. Jane Ruby Show. Thank you for being here today, Richard. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, it's it's an it's a it's an honor to speak to you. I, I you know I'm really grateful that you've come forward. You, uh, as I said, are board certified as a funeral director and an embalmer, uh, and you have over twenty years of experience in the business. You uh, and as well as your colleagues that you've consulted with and that you work with have discovered that in the last year particularly, you are finding something very, very unusual in the bodies of, of those you are putting to rest. Um, tell us a little bit about, just a, a little bit more if I missed anything in your background before we get to the pictures that you brought forward to our producers. Sure, I, I started um, back in 2001, became board certified in 2004. Uh, I've been embalming for a long, long time. I'm currently mostly a, what you call a trade embalmer or a traveling embalmer. So I embalm for several locations. And I've been finding these strange plots and it all started, I can't put my finger on it, but probably around the mid, middle of last year, middle of 2001. Okay, and let's, let's get to it. Let's take a look at our first picture, which is a very long, you can see this in the picture, a very long clot uh, on this table. And from the far left end of it, it looks like a red uh, string blood clot, if you will. And going across, I just want to describe it for the audience, all the way to the far right, it becomes more and more uh, white and fibrous and it, it, it bifurcates or it splits off. Tell us how you found this. First of all, how did you come upon this? Yes, I've seen a handful of these. Um, and when I do the embalming, I have to go into the vein. And in order for the embalming process, I have to allow blood to be drained. Uh, so I actually pulled this huge, long clot, fibrous looking clot out prior to embalming. Um, and, and, and what part of the body did this come from, Richard? This one came out of from the iliac, basically right around. Uh, so that's sort of the groin the for artery. right for lay it's people. That would be the groin. Yes. Okay, so you're saying you pulled this, and it looks like the length of the person's leg. Is that correct? It's almost the length of the leg. Um, I had pulled out a few others before this. I just so happened to like you know I've got to take a picture of this because nobody will believe what this looks like. Yes. The, tip, the front end of it, it looks like a normal blood clot, but that white fibrous looking stuff just isn't normal. Yeah, and tell us about the character, yeah, tell us about the characterization that you shared uh, on that. Uh, the red part is, is a blood clot, and tell us yes. about the texture, what happens when you squeeze it, and compared to the white 
part that right. goes down the rest of the leg. Tell us about the yes. texture. Uh, Typically, a blood clot is, is smooth. Um, it's blood that's coagulated together. But when you squeeze it or touch it or try to pick it up, it generally uh, falls apart. It smashes. It's very, uh, uh, you can almost, you know, squeeze between your fingers and almost get it back to blood again. But this white fibrous stuff is pretty strong. It's not weak at all. Oh, my gosh. You can, you can, you can manipulate it. It's very pliable. It's not hard. It's very, uh, it's hard to sit there and say exactly, but it's, it is not normal. Um, and I don't know how anybody could live with something like this inside. No, Richard, tell us about the, you know, this is anonymous, uh, this, no names, no areas of the country, no companies, anything like that. But tell us, what you came to learn about this particular uh, person's whose person who's passed, where you found this particular long clot? Yes, um, this is a person that I had um, come to find out uh, was vaccinated, um, but also had apparently contracted COVID anyway. Okay. The uh, person, um, if I recall, on this one here was released from the hospital after being died after being tested negative. Um, okay. Yet at the same time, then they die a few days later, uh, probably because he's full of blood clots. Right. So and you shared. Sure, and you shared uh, with me when when we chatted before the show that this you had received information from a reliable source that this person when they were when they were sent home from the hospital there was some documentation of shortness of breath difficulty breathing yes did i get that right yes from what i understand uh people were upset within the family because they released him even though he was still in bad condition yeah and it's sad it's sad yeah, Richard, I want to get back to these clots. I want to take a look at the second picture that you've provided. You indicated that you actually uh, rinsed off because you'd never seen anything like this before. You're starting to see it more and more. You said it. you never saw anything like this. You've seen tons of clots, tons of, you know, growths and things like that, of course, but you've never seen anything like what we're seeing in these pictures before 2019, 2020. Uh, when this whole thing started, um, tell us once you washed off, this is the second picture we're looking at where you washed it off a little bit where you could see more clearly. Tell us about what you observed in that, in that picture. Yes. What I, what I've been finding is a lot of bodies have been very clotted and oh. I started to notice it's like to get a view of what, I, what's, what's inside of this. I could literally rinse these clots, rub the blood off of them, and this white stuff holds strong. It does not dissolve. It does. You can break it, but it's stretchy. Um, and and I thought maybe, you know, something's not right. I contacted colleagues of mine, and they're all seeing the same thing. This is not, this is not normal for, for anybody that I know. Now, before we go to the third picture you brought, 
I want the my production crew to hear me say this publicly. I want to give people about seven to ten seconds with a disclaimer that this could be this could be a very sensitive picture and 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 it could be uncomfortable for for children or some some folks. So I'm giving you that warning uh, now. The third picture we're bringing up uh, does have uh, the picture of the deceased's legs and how you took out a lot of these long clots. And, and to be clear, Richard, uh, confirm for me, you did say that these are mostly you're, you're seeing them and pulling them from veins, not arteries. Is that correct? Yes, but on this one here, um, yes. I also got one out of the artery as well, which is unusual. I have here lately been pulling some out of arteries. I, I actually pulled one out of an artery last night. And all these years of experience, normally you don't get clots out of an artery unless uh, somebody has been dead for several days. But this was definitely not right. The case. Because the blood moves in arteries and it can arteries. sometimes pool in veins. Um, Richard, what, was there any difference in terms of what you observed? Color, consistency, whatever, from the clot, uh, this, whatever this clot thing is. I'm, I'm, it's not even a clot refers to just blood. But was there any difference in what you observed from the one you pulled from arteries compared to the ones you pull from veins? The ones I pull from veins are much larger usually. Wow. But the ones that I'm pulling out of the artery are the same type of thing. They're, they usually have that long stringy uh, whitish substance to it. Um, usually a little bit of blood is attached to it. Sometimes it seems like they're intermingled. Uh, it almost seems like the white grows almost out of the blood. It, weird as that sounds um some people are calling these i call them worms because to me they represent they look very similar to worms They're right but we don't we, we we don't want to mislead people to think it's it's a it's an animal like a worm you're just no, saying I, that it's I, it, it resembles one sometimes often with me it okay resembles a worm i've never seen one move on its own or anything like uh, okay that. okay uh, you're just but, yeah, but it seems it, it has the appearance of like small worms. I've had someone that was in the uh, in the embalming room with me one night, and I was it was a whole bunch of them coming out in the blood. And his words were, "It looks like heartworms for people." Not saying they were moving. I'm just saying these little stringy structures coming out of the blood. Now, are these structures that you're saying resemble like worm-like things, were they separate from the clot that started with the blood and then the long piece coming out of them? Usually they're together. They're that attached. Was, yeah, usually they're usually usually I find a, a normal clot attached at one end or or I find them intermingled in with a clot. That's why I can rinse them out and you can see the white structure. Yeah. When you rinse them, are they separate from that long string clot? What do you mean? Are they separate? Well, those those worm like things. Do they ever? Are they? Do you ever find them separate from the long? Yeah, I, I do, but not all the time. Most of the time, they're attached to a more traditional looking blood clot. This is just incredibly shocking. I'm I'm sure. From the human aspect, 
you know, what are your thoughts on what you're seeing? Um, I, again, I, I feel like personally, I started seeing this stuff more and more from the middle of the year. Um, last January, uh, was the busiest I'd ever been in my career. Uh, it just so happens that's when they started rolling out the vaccine. Of course, I didn't see all of these white wormy structures in there because I can't imagine something like that happening overnight. But as I'm seeing this longer and longer, uh, I'm very concerned for the future. There's a lot of these people, I've had some that I know were people that I've embalmed that have had these worms or these structures in them, these fibrous structures, that they're, they're listed as, you know, uh, a heart attack or a stroke or something like that. Right. And most people will not see what I see. Uh, doctors, when they draw blood, they can't see this stuff. Um, and, and Richard, do you think this could be seen on imaging, like ultrasound or... PET scan or MRIs? Uh, you know, I don't know. I do know that I saw a video uh, months ago where they were describing vaccinated blood and they were showing this like structure inside of the blood, this white structure, and that was on a, uh, uh, was on a microscope, of course, or something like that. And when I saw that image, it was like, this is what I'm seeing, but I don't need a microscope to see it. Richard, have you or any of your colleagues that you know of, uh, has anybody gotten a chemical analysis, like taken a piece of this, especially the fibrous stuff, and, and taken a look at what's what this is composed of? No, not not that I know of, not yet. I'm working on trying to find somebody that, I, that will do that. Okay, and you've secured uh, specimens, your colleagues have secured specimens uh, for later analysis that you all will consult with on yes I, I do have one specimen um, I I don't need to worry about having some because you know if, if I embalm uh, four bodies in one day likely there'll be two of them that have it so because right now since November I've been starting to keep track it seems like the trend is on the rise uh, right now over 50 percent of the bodies that I'm embalming have something like this coming out of that. And just to be clear for the audience, like we said before, before 2020, right? You know, the COVID thing hit February, March, 2020, but before 2020, like from 2019 and, and earlier, you've never seen this specific type of combination clot. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I mean, my entire 20 years that I've been doing this, I've seen lots of clots, um, not, but it's not on 50% of the bodies I'm embalming. It's every once in a while, you might see one, but never any with this stuff that you can literally rinse off in your hand and get this white stringy um, fibrous tissue in there. It doesn't make sense to me. I've never seen in my, in my 30 plus years as a medical professional, nurse practitioner, worked in hospitals, participated in post-mortems, never seen anything like this myself. I'm not an expert in the area that you are in, but I've never even heard of anything like that when I was in the medical profession. Um, and again, as we said, you have no way of knowing yet. No one, uh, you have no 
definitive information that these are all uh, injected, you know, or what we call vaccinated people, you have right. you have some reports on some of them where it's been verified. Yeah. And you're not going to talk about your sources, but there are other professionals as well that are in different parts of the healthcare system. But but we can't say for sure. But it, it you never saw it before the rollout of these shots, which essentially was the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021. Would that be a fair statement? Totally fair. I reached out to people that have, I'm, I'm, I have 20 years. I reached out to several others with the same number of years of experience. I've talked to in bombers that have been in the field for 30, 40, 50 years and ask them. I've shown them the pictures. Have, have you ever seen anything like this? And the response is always, I've never seen anything like this. You know, you, you said a, a few moments ago that it's something that's increasing. You know, you, I think you said it's yeah. getting worse and you're it seeing, like it. it seems like it. Um, have your colleagues, I'm, I'm sure you have discussions because it is so unusual. Are they feeling the same way? Are they sensing that they're seeing more and more? Yes. Absolutely, They're, they are, um, and some of them are nervous about it. They are. Why is because that? Well, my fear is this: if this is caused by the vaccine, which my gut is telling me it is, I guess I can't prove that. Sure. But if it is caused by the vaccine, imagine the amount of people that will be dying in the future because these people can't live with this kind of substance floating around in their vessels and and it's amazing how many people are dying of heart attacks and stroke lately i mean one of these little small uh fibrous tissues gets up into the brain you're gonna have a stroke if it gets into your heart it's going to lead you to a heart attack i embalmed an individual who was not that old uh i say not that old i'm 54 so he was a few years older than myself, mm -hmm. um, died and listed as a myocardial infraction, heart attack, mm -hmm. um, had these clots in him and uh, his wallet was on him as part of my thing that I do. I check for personal effects and his vaccine card was in it. Ah, well, those are the kinds of, you know, pieces of, kind of I got you. Sure. Those are the kinds of pieces of information that are pretty strong evidence that somebody yeah. is really that these, this is evidence that they're victims of, of these shots. And I agree with you clinically. I wonder it makes you wonder how how were these people walking around functioning before this happened? And did it happen quickly? And until we know what the chemical composition is, we're not going to know uh, how fast maybe some people after getting these shots uh, develop these, this, for lack of a better understanding, you and I are calling them fibrous clots, right? The white yes. part. Yes. And, and how fast each individual person's body makes those fibrous string clots. I'm sure it's an attempt by the body to protect itself. It's reacting to something, something. in, in the body. Right. We again, we have to be very we're going to be very professional and say we don't know for sure. It's looking like it's more the, quote, vaccinated. I don't like the word vaccine, as you you probably know, but um, injected. Uh, and so 
how are, you know, have you talked to family members who maybe retrospectively said, gee, Mr. Hirschman, you know, it, it, he wasn't feeling well. And, you know, for the days leading up to this. Well, again, I don't usually get a chance to meet with family, mm. but I do get the chance to often meet with the funeral directors. Um, and often that is the case. They say they, they started feeling bad. They started having pains down their arms. They started getting dizzy, headaches, um, all this other stuff. And then next thing you know, they're dead. Have you and had any, yeah, have you had any thoughts or sort of, you know, temptation to contact families and let them know their loved one was growing these things inside their bodies? I have thought about it. Um, but here's the thing that I'm, there's a lot of people that I love and that I know, family members, um, friends that have received this vaccine. And I know I'm out here and I've been sharing people, please take an aspirin a day. I don't know if this will stop these kind of fibrous clots in your body or not, but it can't hurt you. So please do something. I don't want to put the fear into all of the people that have already received these and end up taking away hope from that. So it's hard. It's really hard because like a lot of times if it's a if it's a spouse of someone that died from these worms, the odds are the other one got the same shot. And imagine knowing that I'm a, I can't imagine that. I, and I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but at the same time, I feel like people need to know that this is happening. And if it is the vaccines causing this, then we need to stop it. And whatever this stuff is, if we can figure out what it is, then maybe we can find a way to resolve these things to help save people's lives. Sure. Um, is it when you find something that is not standard in a human body that you're preparing for, for to be laid to rest, is it, are you, are you obligated to document it somewhere, even if the family never sees it like in yeah. a record, an embalming record? No. Um, no. And yes. And no, it's, it's, it's not a law that any of this stuff has to be recorded. There are places that, you know, have embalming reports, but um, not really. Okay. Like if I saw something that looked like it was, um, you know, if I, if I came across a body and I felt like, Hey, this looks like this person was strangulated, then it's my obligation to notify. I the see. Say, hey, come take a look at this. This looks like foul play. But when it comes to just like embalming, you know, no, I started trying to keep track of these um, worms that I call these fibrous clots. The smaller ones. Yeah. I started keeping track and I started keeping track of it uh, in November because everybody kept asking me, well, how many of these are you seeing? I'm like, a lot. Well, how many? Uh, I mean, so I was like, I did, had a hard time answering that question. So I started documenting it myself. Good for you. How many do you, how many do you have logged in so far? A lot. <laughs> right now, uh, right now, this month, out of about maybe 35 people that I've embalmed, I would say 20 to 24 of them have had. This. Oh my gosh. That's almost, I mean, that's I about four fifths. I, yeah. yeah, I know. 
Wow. It's getting, it's getting, like I said, the trend seems to be rising. It's that's an 80% rate. going down. Yeah, that's an 80% rate. You started in November. What Do you recall what your December number was? It was about 50%. About 50%. So I see what you mean that it could be increasing. Uh, well, Mr. Hirschman, yeah, I, I... It's increasing. Yeah. I'm afraid it's increasing because the, if these things are growing slowly, time is going to make it continue to grow. That's a very good point. It could be catching up, as you suggest. Those people who took it maybe six months ago, three months ago. And of course, you know, we've reported on this show that we have evidence that it's uh, from the companies themselves, that there are different doses being used. There are different contents on any given day. We've seen that proof from Team Enigma on this show and Stu Peter's show. So um, this could be things coming to roost, as you're, as you're saying, that you might be seeing a, a rush of them because this, these, are, these bodies are finally manifesting and dying from the damage that these things are doing. And these are serious obstructions in the body. So um, Mr. Hirschman, I really wanna thank you for your bravery your commitment you know, to humanity, to your willingness to come forward with these pictures. I, I hope you'll come back again. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of attention on your revelation. I know you also, I wanna make this point, you stand with many other embalmers and funeral directors who have found this, you have colleagues, you, you are all, this is not you alone. You have, many of you have found this. And so maybe some of those people will feel more comfortable coming forth and speaking publicly about what you're all finding. Uh, and I hope that, I hope you'll come back as well. I would be more than happy to come back. Um, any, I, I hope that more people do come forward in my field. We just don't always know who to talk, contact and who to talk to. Yeah, no, you, you did the right thing and I'm really grateful. Uh, you, you may have brought, this may be, uh, I, I believe it's a huge piece to the puzzle and I think if any person is on the fence about taking this, and you know what, Mr. Hirschman, you might have saved, literally, I don't want to be overly dramatic, but you may have saved um, millions of children worldwide by bringing this kind of information forward. Because any parent who really believes that this is a vaccine and that it could be protective has to now think twice because they're seeing what could be happening in their own child's body if they either you know, get them these shots or continue to get them boosters. So I really want to thank you on behalf of children worldwide. Seriously. All right, well, thank it's, you so much. Yeah, we'll stay in touch and, and God bless you for what you've done today. Thank, thank you, Dr. Reed. Thanks a lot. Well, that, that was just an unbelievable, uh, unbelievable revelation. This is something completely new. Uh, as I've said, um, this, this man is a hero for doing uh, what he's done. I'm very grateful to him. I, I do believe that many other uh, experts, uh, embalming experts, funeral directors will come, come forward. Look, something's wrong. Something's very wrong. This embalmer, uh, we, didn't, we didn't get to this, but we, we spoke yesterday, we spoke again this morning. You know, when he uses, was using his tools months ago to try to begin, not to be graphic, uh, but embalming requires that the fluid is moved into the vessels, usually the veins and the vasculature. And so when he went to initially begin that process, he told me that he met with resistance. And so he pulled his tools back 
and then used other tools to pull what he perceived as a obstruction out. And he pulled it. And that's where he got these long strings, these large, tough strings. It looks like fiber. It looks like fi fi fibrous, fibrinogen. Fibrinogen is a, is a precursor to fibrin. It's part of what's involved in the blood clotting cascade. There's a cascade of many different parts of, of, the, of the process when your body tries to protect itself. Um, my God, people are walking around with this in their blood vessels, in their arteries now, and their veins. He couldn't even embalm the person until he pulls all of this out. It's a miracle they were able to walk around for days or weeks with this. It's time to stop this nonsense before children are, get, are injected and they, and, and they have these things growing inside of their veins and arteries. I just can't anymore. Somebody's got to stop it. Congress, how much more do you need? God help us. I'll be back in, in just a moment after these, these special words from our sponsors. You can catch the entire Dr. Jane Ruby show in addition to my interview with board-certified undertaker, embalmer, and funeral director Richard Hirschman on redvoicemedia.com forward slash premium for premium members. Thank you so much for your support. It is because of the integrity and the value that Red Voice Media brings to the public and my great partnership with someone I respect greatly, Stu Peters, that this segment, my entire interview, with Richard Hirschman will be made public because it is in the public interest and it, and it is something very important that needs to get out to everyone in the world. Thank you for watching. Please support the work we do. We work hard every day to bring you the truth, truth in news, and I bring you truth in medicine.